0: most competitive guy i mean i would throw in michael jordan isaiah thomas oh yeah kobe
1: bryant it's basketball it can't be you know you you can't overthink it
2: hey everybody welcome in another edition of king and foster on nrm streamcast hope everyone's doing well Heading towards the weekend again. Hope everyone had a great uh, couple of days so far. Tom Asaway in our studios in Farmington. Heading out to Terry Foster and Jimmy King on location. Go out to Terry first. How are you, T-Foss? Doing well, Maz. I'm going to say something
0: that very few people say about you outside of your family. Go ahead.
2: I missed you, I missed you earlier this week.
0: Ah, thanks, buddy. We- our, our sound wasn't working at the beginning but we got it together.
2: <laughs> uh, I am glad to hear that. Thank you, man. Very yeah. few people do say that. I appreciate
0: that. <laughs>
2: well, we shut down, Let's this go out to trend. the Let's go out to the we bird man. The the bird man out in Plano, Texas is uh Jimmy King. What's up, Jimmy? Tweet tweet
1: tweet. The birds ain't tweeting today. They They're just sitting here on the ledge staring. They haven't left they're yet. They're, they're contemplating flying, taking oh. flight.
2: It's good to hear, man. Good to see you guys again and uh let's start her off, buddy. Lots of stuff to talk about, Terry. Take us take us home, buddy.
0: Yeah, ab- uh, absolutely. First of all, Jimmy, I hope none of those birds poop on your head. But um I'm just <laughs>
1: I'm disturbed Yeah, you're like too late. You're too late. They got Are me they already. already. <laughs> yeah, they got me already. Uh, yeah, sure I, I, when 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 you turn off the ceiling fan, they uh, sometimes come out. The mother and father come out, sit on the uh, ceiling fan, and they defecate sometimes. So when you turn on the fan, sometimes that dried defecation defici- flies off the blades. Can we start like a... during...
2: <laughs> Jimmy's like a porta potty right. for birds.
1: Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that, <laughs> like that. porta potty for birds. I'm gonna market that. There's a market in there. Let's do it, Birdman. do you
0: you think now white people are starting to get it now we had the the murder of george floyd by the minneapolis coat uh cop you know puts his uh his leg on his uh throat and, and murders him and you know the guy said i can't breathe i can't breathe and um you know, it just its disturbing for me when I see things like this, when I saw uh, Eric Garner and things, when you're choking somebody out, I feel like I'm being choked too when I see it. with at least the first time I see it, I, I see, you know, I could be in that position and there's nothing you can do about it because they're trained professionals and stuff. And uh, the only good thing I'm seeing now before white people would always make up an excuse. Well, he's still moving a little bit. He's resisting arrest. Uh, um, you know, we didn't see what happened prior to the video. So, you know, I can't take this for what it's worth. Now, what I'm seeing in Minneapolis and some, and, and lately, I'm seeing white people out there protesting along with black folks. Have we at least turned a corner on this? And, um, you know, these police officers were suspended. They need to be up, at least the one guy who put his, is uh, uh, you know, choked the guy out, he should be up for murder charges. That's just the way I feel. So have we turned a corner in your mind?
1: <clears throat> well, you know, in the civil rights movement, there were people outside of the black or African American race that advanced the movement. And, you know, what's interesting to me is to watch how you know, people are reacting to this video when we've been watching videos like this for years. And my question is, is what is it about this particular video or, um, you know, event that was the last straw for a lot of people? Like, it's, 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 it's interesting to me is like, you know, we've seen hundreds of these before, but this one is the one that that's that's un- intolerable that's that's what's confusing to me I'm not questioning the sincerity or um you know the level of of emotion that people are having from this it's just interesting that you know what is it about this particular case we've seen this before so what is it about this one that's different than all the other ones that are giving people to immobilize is it that they are now tired of seeing it, you know. Are they starting to feel the effect of it? That of from years of public lynchings and 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 police brutality. So is it is it that you know it took, you know, the one thousandth and one, or you know what is it? Because because that's the question to me. Like nothing's changed. You know, we could sit around and and like you said, we could protest and 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 um you know uh, march but how are we really going to affect the people who are actually committing these types of crimes and 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 allowing them to make it through the system we clearly have a system that condones this so we need to start checking um we need to start checking that system
0: right no you're absolutely right but here's the difference between this one and the other I compare it to a boxer. You know, when you're fresh in the ring and you get hit in the punch in the nose seven, eight times, you just kind of shrug it off and everything. When you get that same punch in the 15th round, it's like, damn, that really hurt or that affected me. I think because we've seen this so much and that people poo-poo it away and say, ah, oh, you know, it's not that big of a deal, then you keep seeing it, then I think that's what has, has moved people to, to march, this has moved people to action. It's like, when is this gonna stop? And and it used to be a black issue. Now I think it's becoming an American issue because I think even white folks who used to excuse all this behavior are stopping just a little bit and looking and say, wait a minute, this is wrong. This is not uh, a death sentence. If he forged a check, that's not a death sentence. Selling cigarettes is not a death sentence. Selling pencils is not a death sentence. Uh, you know, robbing your co- convenience store of uh, Twinkies is not a death sentence. I think it affected us first because it was happening to us over and over again. And now I think a lot of white people are starting to look at this and maybe they are on the fence before. And now they're saying, wait a minute, this has got to stop. And that's, that's the only way you're going to affect change when you get the majority pissed off too.
1: I agree. I think that's, and like I said, you know, and you know, you look at the history of the civil rights movement, there were uh, a lot of uh, white people who were uh, integral in, in advancing uh, that movement. And I think it's, you know, it comes down to, you know, humanity and uh, people, Uh, doing the right thing, regardless of your race, color, creed, uh, economic situation, doesn't matter. Uh, Right is right, wrong is wrong. And I think people, you know, are smart enough to realize it. And I think the thing that's been lacking is the courage. I think now we're going to see people stepping up with some courage now because there's been, you know, a few pockets here and there, and there's been individuals who have uh, stepped out in the forefront So um, I think it's giving people more hope to step into uh, an activist role. And I think that's what we're seeing. I had an old coach of mine, um, I won't divulge his name, but uh, he's from Minnesota. Um, That incident, yeah, the incident had affected him to the point where he texted you know me and my teammates and apologize for um you know the 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 things that have been going on in society with police brutality African Americans and you know the seemingly um uh white people who sit on the sidelines and and stay silent because that you know, kind of uh, implicates you or or if, if you if you sit in silent, you seem complicit with what's going on, uh, even though that may not be the case. But people who have been sitting silent are now speaking up because they realize that that is also, um, you know, a factor that, you know, they can control. And, and, I, and I see that now just in a matter of 24 hours. I've been reached out to from a lot of, um, uh, you know, my wife friends that, that this has affected um in a way that their 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 call to action.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you you're hearing that. Now, before the Black Lives Matter movement, uh I used to have a saying, black lives don't matter. I think if you're in a situation, you're in a hostile situation, it's a little bit easier to kill a black person than it is a white person. You don't quite feel this life is as important as the white person, unless that black person is a celebrity, then all bets are off and then everybody loves a celebrity. But um, I, I just think that our lives are not as important as white people. And that, that's the way that they feel about us. So when you, you got someone close to death, if it was a white person, I think he said, well, maybe I should ease up a little. But it's a black person, this is a little bit easier to go over the edge and, and uh, kill that person. So I've always used to say the black lives don't matter. And I I do want to say one other thing, because I always hear from Caucasians. You know, if somebody says black lives matter and they they shit fiber, well, white lives matter and blue lives matter and yellow lives matter. Well, here's what I say. We already know that white lives matter. We already know that blue lives matter. What we got to get into our heads is black lives matter also. I don't think we're there yet.
2: i couldn't i couldn't believe what i saw man i could not believe what i saw uh to happen with with george floyd i mean what did he do pass a counterfeit 20 is that is that was it that was his crime either a counterfeit 20 or uh a bad check it was one of those okay and then they come in they arrest him they handcuff him and then the guy leans on his neck where's where's george gonna go with his hands cuffed behind his back Where's he going to go? If he runs, then, then you can get him with the, uh, what's the thing that they, the shot yeah. thing? Yeah. You, 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 you can tell I mean, give me see a, mass, give me a mask. But, Mass, that's not, that's
1: not the issue, believe it or not. The Why? issue is, that's not the issue. The issue is the, the action when you, it's, it's when you see a black person and you think criminal. For instance, the lady that was walking her dog and right. called the cop on the guy that was walking her dog is a terrorist. She should be arrested for a terrorist act. She knew what she was doing when she made that call. She acted as if she was in distress. She acted as she was being attacked, and and that's a crime. And it, and if and if those police officers showed up and killed him, she's responsible for that. Oh. And so, for that action. She should be reprimanded. And that's why I'm saying before you even get to the point right. of the interaction between the so-called. You're already guilty. Per- yeah, you're already guilty. Yeah, you're guilty. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, and in, I'm, in A lot of people minds, they know that, that they can manipulate others to think that way. So right. she called the per- she called the cops for a specific reason to get a job done because she knew that she could. And because of her white skin and his black skin, it will work in her favor. So I'm sorry, even with video, even with the video, nothing may even happen to her. And that's the problem.
2: I'm I'm more I'm I'm more upset about poor George that that died and the kid that was running, jogging through a neighborhood a few few, weeks. The cop,
1: the cop that's sitting on his neck, horrible, horrible, his mind set. Is like Karen's or whatever yeah. her name is. Worse. So, Worse. So that's what I'm saying. We have to get to that point because that violence thing, like that's that's too far down the line. We got to start the whole process of the perception of how they treat black people and African Americans in this society.
2: That cop should be in jail, and not even a question about it. And those the cop, guys, the cop
1: should be, the cop should, the cop should have his life taken. He should be on death row.
0: Yeah. And, and the other thing, if this had happened 15 years ago, they may have had a trial, but he was going to get let off. I guarantee that despite the video, if this happened 15 years ago, he would be acquitted.
1: I'm very The, reason why I'm, and you know. T, huh? the reason why I'm saying that is because this is not his first defense. He shot two right. other black officers, I mean, black other civilians. This is not his first rodeo, so it's escalated to the point where he's feeling empowered to kill somebody yeah. regardless of who's watching and being filmed and that's what we're watching. That's why it's important to you know to to get ahead of the perception and the thought basis of, and, and, and punishing people just for even having those types of uh reactions to to people in society. we can't tolerate
2: it. What do you think is going to yeah. happen to that cop in Minnesota? What's going to happen to him? I I, I think
0: he have turned a corner. I think he's going to be found guilty of manslaughter. That's it. Yeah, that's it.
2: So he'll get away. He'll get off.
0: Well, they put you in jail for that, don't they? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, it's going to be manslaughter.
1: So I mean, he, it's, got, the email, he, got, the he got the same lawyer. You got the sure. same lawyer from uh, the same lawyer that uh, Castile, uh, the cop that killed Cast- Castile, uh, hired. You got the same attorney.
2: Okay. Wow. So there's an attorney that specializes in this crap, huh? Yeah.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Amazing. How about the I'm kid that was running through they the they neighborhood that got sh- that that got gunned down uh, a couple of months yeah, ago? That-
0: that was, but let me tell you about that. Um, I, I make a mistake. I, I listen to these conservative clowns and I listen to Candace Owens, who I shouldn't listen to. She's trying to make a point that this was not a jogger, that because he had on khaki shorts, that he was running from a crime scene and that he attacked the guy that shot him, and that's why he got shot.
2: Oh, she knows she that? Yeah. Oh, she's saying she must have been there. Oh, okay.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Terrible. I'm just saying,
0: people excuse things
1: like this. The police are always. Y'all understand understand that the black race is the only race that is investigated for being murdered? (sighs) You realize that. Because we wouldn't be talking about if it was an Indian or a Chinese or Asian or uh his, uh latina you know um we wouldn't be talking about this or we wouldn't be questioning the 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 crime or the victim we wouldn't be the black race is the only race so that's what I'm saying it has to be a whole overall the perception that black people are humans too and so when you go down to and and wow. uh t you mentioned um you know, how we're perceived in society. Well, the U.S. um, has a lot to do with that. The 13th Amendment states that if you are incarcerated, basically you are indentured servitude, which is an extension of slavery. So there is a loophole in there. Mm -hmm. Ah. So when y'all go back, and, 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 so, and so let me, and so when I, remember when I said to y'all, watch what's going on, what's going to start happening, what's going on with this COVID nineteen and taking away our liberties and stuff like that. So th- all of this stuff plays into that. The 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 visuals, the uh the uh the everyday routines that they're trying to get to society used to, visualizing and seeing and justifying, that's where it's headed. So until we wake up and do something about it, it's gonna get worse. Like what, right, Let me
0: tell you well, society is different. Where I grew up, I grew up in all black neighborhood. The police were always looking for drug dealers and they would roll down the streets real slow and make all these drug busts and everything and throw all these brothers in jail. Now I'm living in the suburbs, mostly white, and I go to the gym, I see more drugs in that gym being peddled by white people than I ever saw in the hood. And, and they're just open about it, but they sell it with suckers and brownies and stuff, but it's, it's still weed, it's still coke, it's still whatever, but they never give us, and they, they're just open about it. They, they just sell it wherever, however, don't even think about being arrested, but we're we're being hounded for uh, the same things and thrown in jail for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Because the perception is black people use drugs and buy it more than white people. That's not true. We're just arrested at a higher rate than Caucasians are.
1: And see, the problem with that is, is that you know we don't have the extended family. We don't have the connections that white people usually have in law enforcement. So when one of ours get pulled over, they're going to jail. But when of theirs get pulled over, they get a phone call, and that's the difference. All
0: right. Well, I I kind of fit in that that category a little bit. Let me tell you how I'm protected here in Metro Detroit. I've had police officers probably from, I'll well, name them: Wall Lake, um, Waterford, Gross Point, Detroit, and it was one other. I've had oh, it's Oakland County Sheriff's. I've had policemen. <clears throat> Give me their card and say, T, we don't want to see anything happen to you if you get pulled over. Now, let's say this ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of our police officers, they're cool. Everything is fine. You get arrested, they give you a ticket, tell you to, you know, not speed and send you on your way. But they said there's this one or two percent that if you get stopped by them, they will worry about that. And they base that on the conversations they hear in the locker room when they're talking about niggers and black people and how they're less than human and stuff. And they said, we worry about those guys. There's not many of them, but we worry about them. And so what they've done, they flipped me a card, say, if you ever get pulled over and you're worried, call me. I'll be there, and uh, I'll protect you. Because, you Because at that time, I had a little bit of profile in the city, and they didn't want Terry Foster, you know, to be shot or shoot at somebody or get, you know, get choked out or something like that. But at least the police off the record are aware that they have a problem. Now, if you get them on the record, they, they'll never admit to that. That's how yeah, I get the
1: same treatment. I, I, I get the same treatment. I get the same treatment. But, you know, <clears throat> too often we we get profiled for, you know, nothing. And, you know, there's, there, there are others who are actually, you know, doing things that they're looking for. They, they will look past those and look at us because of our skin color. And that's it period point blank period game over. That's it. That's always been it. So the question is, is what's the threat? What's the problem? What is why historically, is this uh, fallacy being prolonged? And when is it going to stop? Who is it going to take to stop it? Like, those are the questions and conversations we need to have, because this is 2021. 2020 is <laughs> over, right? It's halfway <laughs> over. we are already at the six month mark. So what, what, right. what, what's going on here? It's been 50 years since the civil rights movement. Like, come on, we're talking two generations. So what's what's being held on here? What's being passed on? How are these ill-gotten uh, laws and, and and guidelines being upheld? How? Yeah. Well, I I um I got
0: to visit the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, and that's where um, it, it is now. That's where uh, Dr. King was murdered. He was assassinated there, so it's the the Rain Hotel is now a museum. I went through there, and the reason Dr. King was in Memphis was for the um, the sanitation workers' strike, which most of them were black. And the theme, and I and I bought a T-shirt and I wear it now and then, is I'm a man. In other words, I'm just as important as a white person. My life matters just like anybody else, and. Before that, we were considered three-fifths of a man, not a full person and uh, not full you know citizenship rights. We weren't really real. so uh that was enlightening to me. I'm glad I got to go see that. Uh, it was very important. And, you know, some of the stuff that's going on back then still ha- happens today. Um, I, I I will tell you a, a childhood story. I had a um I was talking to a little girl and her mother and uh something happened i can't remember and the little girl asked her mother do black people have feelings if one of their kids or something is hurt do they have feelings where they would feel compassion for that child and instead of saying yes the mother did like this mm. <laughs> he had to think about it she said yeah i think so <laughs> I'm
2: like, What's <laughs> <the book about?"> <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds interesting. Uh, sounds like a hell of a right. woman, hell of a mother oh, there. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> we're wrapping it here, guys. Keep those thoughts coming. We got show number two coming up in just a couple of minutes. King and Foster here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazzaway in our studios. Back right after this.